2: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
1: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
3: It's hour two. We just had a great conversation. We're just throwing ideas around. We're talking about movies. We're talking about Steve Garvey was too good looking, therefore can't make him a Hall of Famer. Fact. Yeah, a lot of these things that you're probably talking about as well. On your way to work or at home with the family. But uh, we just, Paulie said, you know, I got a great idea. What if we ask Paul Rudd, everybody loves Paul Rudd, right? So Paul Rudd is going to go on a road trip. We'll call it a Rudd trip. And Paul Rudd will then go and just stop at random houses, knock on the door and say, hey, can I stay overnight? Because everybody loves Paul Rudd. You're welcoming him. You have the camera crew there. They follow Paul Rudd across America on a Rudd, Rudd trip. Yeah, Paul.
4: That's it. That's the show. And whatever <laughs> happens, happens. But if Paul Rudd knocks on your door, you're like, Paul Rudd's here. Hey, Come Paul. on in. Yeah. Who would invite a total stranger in your house? Bill Murray wouldn't do this show, but like Bill Murray could do this show. Paul Rudd is the new version of that.
3: Yes, for two.
5: I love that. Think of a Jason Bateman or a Matthew Perry. There's just certain individuals who just... How do you not love that guy and welcome men and let him do whatever he wants in your house?
3: Well, Jason Bateman, I don't know about uh, who was it, Matthew Perry.
5: I just find those guys very likable, and it's hard to say a negative word about
3: But I would worry if Jason Bateman was coming to your door, like, is, is there an Ozark situation right. going to happen? Yeah, Paul Rudd's just a nice guy. As an age, him and Jason Bateman, I don't know what they're doing, but... They should be looking a little more weathered. Maybe Kevin Hart could do that. Just yes. go cross country, knock on the door.
4: Heart How attack. Will... Call the show Heart Attack. He oh, just knocks on oh, your door. He
3: attacks. Boom. He's attacking.
4: I'll come on the
5: door. You let me in. You let me in. I'll say it I'll say it ass. I'll get you. I'll get you groceries. I'll do whatever you want.
3: All right. Thank you, Todd. Uh, do we... Yes. Yes, Marv. What? But could you have
5: like a John Hamm or Brad Pitt no. where your wife would.
6: No, like I do anything I want in your house, yeah. And the wife yeah. is like, "Yes," I'd be like, oh, "Go ahead, babe." Yeah, this is like this is like a random once in a bajillion check Go ahead, have fun. But then when she says, you know. I'm going to go with Brad. Yeah, I don't blame you. And she's going to leave you. <laughs> I don't blame you.
3: You're going to be out there with your son on the front d- yeah. you know, steps waving yeah. goodbye to your wife.
6: See you later. Have, right. f- have fun at the Chateau and, uh, somewhere in France. Yeah, Yeah, yeah
4: I saw John Hamm in my driveway. I called 911. <laughs> I would I would call a Realtor and move. I mean, that's that, you don't want any part of that. So. No, you don't.
3: Uh, come on in. Stay a while if you're watching on <laughs> Peacock. I have no idea what's going on today. Uh, we, we started out with my victory lap. Talking about uh, Tom Cruise, Maverick, Top Gun. We did it, Tom. We did it. I got you nominated, at least your movie, for an Academy Award. thought Tom might get nominated. Didn't happen. And then we were wondering about the best action movie that hasn't been nominated for an Academy Award. It wasn't nominated for an Academy Award. We, uh, did we decide on Die Hard? No, I said uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That, to me, was cinematic genius. Yes, uh, Seton
6: Okay, I think we sort of all like uh, Born Identity, right? Yeah, love it. Love it. Which would you rather than Born Identity, you could have that whole franchise, or Mission Impossible? Well, do I get the old Mission Impossible or just the
3: new Mission Impossible? I was thinking just Tom, but... Oh, why? Well, I, I think Born Identity is better than Mission Impossible. Really? No, oh, I think... It, I love... I, I think
6: those are great movies. Mission Impossibles are pretty fantastic yeah yeah yeah
4: you know you ever see a movie promoted and you're like that's not going to work i remember seeing the the ad for the trailer for born identity i said matt damon is an action star i think we talked about i did the
3: same thing i'm like he was known
4: as kind of a serious ish actor and not an action guy in any way i remember when i saw the, the the promotion for iron man i go Robert Downey Jr. and and I'm a huge fan of him as an actor. But I was like, no, that's not gonna work.
7: But
3: then you you'll hear the actor who got bypassed. You know, it's like uh, Back to the Future with Michael J. Fox. He wasn't, you know, the uh, first choice. It was Eric Stoltz. But then you're thinking, how could they possibly have somebody other than Michael J. Fox for that?
6: Yes, he. Or like it could be just, cause, you know, we we're talking about him. You know, Paul Rudd. Say he went into uh, audition for Iron Man. And They're like, mm, no, but maybe Ant Man. You could be him. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Still cool. I'm still a Marvel guy, but yeah. Iron Man, Ant-Man. Yeah. All
3: right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle, uh, dp show. Uh, Aaron Rodgers talks about his future, and he has options. Do the Packers have the same options? I'd like to know what the Packers are thinking. Because if you say, God, we hope that he'll agree to a trade. Or can we get two first-round picks for Aaron Rodgers? Will he guarantee that he'll play for two years if we send him to the Jets? Is Jordan Love ready to play? You know, all of those questions that you would have, you would be able to answer them, at least have an idea of how you would answer that. Scott Rowland's going into the Hall of Fame. He's the lone inductee. And when you're thinking about this, you have over 400 voters, I believe, for the Hall of Fame. You have to get 75% of their vote to get into the Hall of Fame. And Scott Rowland was able to do that. Todd Helton played for the Rockies, uh, is on the doorstep there. Billy Wagner had a good showing as well. And not not a lot of name recognition, name power coming up next year as well. I think Billy Wagner Billy Wagner was somebody different. Uh, he threw as hard as anybody in baseball. And I think looking at those, it's, it's always it, it's hard to kind of quantify the the reliever. Hey, look at all the saves he had. Well, you know, saves used to be uh, three innings. You know, that's when you got a – Goose Gossage would get a three-inning save or Lee Smith. These guys now, you come in, you're facing, what, one batter? You're facing, uh, you know, you have a pitch count, all of these things. And you're trying to figure out the impact of a reliever – As we move forward, I think it's going to be really hard to... Like, pitchers are going to be like running backs because pitchers go five innings. They don't complete games anymore. Fewer starts. you're going to go... You got 187 wins. You're going to put somebody in the Hall of Fame like that. Eventually, we will. Running backs. Well, yeah, you're you're not... Don't have 10,000 yards. Yeah, but I got, uh, you know, 400 catches here. It just feels like we're changing the definition of some of these positions. And we've certainly done that with running back. But with pitchers, starting pitchers, good luck trying to get into the Hall of Fame. You know, Scherzer's a Hall of Famer. Verlander's going in. uh, Clayton Kershaw's going in. But it's that next wave of pitchers. They're just not going to have the numbers to show. Yeah, Paul?
4: The guy, I know it's down the road a bit, that I cannot wait to see how they debate his Hall of Fame is Jacob deGrom, the former Mets pitcher. Mm -hmm. He's played for nine years. There was times when he was clearly the best pitcher in the game. Back-to-back Cy Young's top five for Cy Young four times. Top ten for MVP twice. (laughs) He's 82 and 57 in his career. His two Cy Young seasons, he was 10 and 9 and 11 and 8. A tick over 500. But, if you looked at greatness, he had a run. But how long is great how long is great enough? Or or would you rather be like average for fifteen years?
3: Well, no, I don't think
4: it's not average, but like uh thirteen and eight for fifteen years. You know, where you don't win any Cy Young's and compile 150 wins. It's it's weird. The ground was had greatness, wrong team.
3: Yeah, but you know, a running back can be great, as Terrell Davis pointed, you know, proved that, you know, five years. That's it. Um Is Jacob deGrom great for five years? Is that enough of a sample size would be, I guess, my question that I would have. Because there was, like, do you have to be the best in your sport at some point if you're going to be a Hall of Famer? Because that's unfair to say with all the football players or all the baseball players or basketball players. I mean, Eli Manning was never, never, he was never the best Manning quarterback in the family. But he's going to be a Hall of Famer. All right. So, Scott Rowland, congratulations. Hey. <laughs> hey, Scott. Yeah.
6: Hi, oh, Scott. Scott. Here you go. A little bingo. Yeah. Right. A little bingo, baby. <laughs> uh,
3: and Fred McGriff is going to go in with the uh, Veterans Committee.
6: Crime
2: dog. Yeah. Crime dog. All right. Crime dog. Right, let's get
3: it. It's the instruction video for you. Best commercial ever. Uh, I'm being told uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark nominated for Best Picture, but didn't win. So
4: that means they're off our list. we got to take them off. It's movies that were not nominated for Best Picture. Shockingly Die Hard, not nominated.
3: Okay. Chariots of Fire won the year Raiders of the Lost Ark nominated. Oh, it was just a bunch of English guys running in slow motion on the beach. But it was a true story.
5: is that the the
6: song from that yeah
2: oh yeah yeah
6: well i don't know (laughs) did that win best song uh probably did did they even do that oscar back then
4: i don't know who that was oh i i can guess the band I, was it a band, Marvin? You want to spoil it? Or you want to play guest the band?
3: Was it like Van Vangelis, or... Van no! good for you. I was going to say Trans <laughs> Siberian Orchestra. Oh, <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> good guess. Man. I was going to go Van Halen, but uh, Van Jones. Oh, yeah, would have been better. <laughs> yeah. Eddie actually did that with his guitar. That whole story. oh, well he probably could have. Yeah, as genius as he was. Yeah. Also, uh, it, uh, a friend is pointing this out that Billy Wagner broke his right arm twice, so he had to learn to throw left-handed. And then he ended up throwing 100 miles an hour left-handed. He, when he was little, uh, he, he broke his arm twice, and they learned to be a left-hander. That's crazy. <laughs> well, he, th- he threw uh, 200 miles an hour with his right hand, right arm, but a, uh, only 100 miles an hour left hand. Still respectable. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Todd. Uh, Jordan in California. Hi, Jordan. What's on your mind today? Hey, hello. Hey. Good morning. Hey, Dan. First time, long time. 5 10,
5: 175. Hey, I uh, wanted to just talk about the Hall of Fame and kind
3: of Scott Rowland getting in. Mm-hmm. I'm a diehard Giants fan out here in California. Thoughts on guys like uh, Tim Lincecum and Jeff Kent. I mean, to me, Jeff Kent and Scott
7: Rowland are equal, if not Kent being better. And Kent's not even close, and Rowland gets in. And the uh, last point I wanted to make is, How uh, Roland gets
5: 10% of his votes first ballot and then eventually gets in. It's just, his stats didn't change. I don't understand how that all works.
3: Well, you know, you you can only vote for a certain number of players, candidates, and probably when he first got in, nobody thought he was a first ballot Hall of Famer. Therefore, you're not going to cast your vote for him. And, you know, we get caught up in who's a first ballot Hall of Famer, who's not. and Scott Roland... Certainly not a first ballot Hall of Famer. And Jeff Kent, you want to put Jeff Kent in? Absolutely. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I'm probably more lenient you know, with when it comes to the Hall of Fame, but it goes back to what I've said many, many times on this show. There's certain players who are in the penthouse, and then there are certain players on the third floor and the second floor and the first floor. Well, Scott Rowland's on the first floor. He's not Babe. You know, he's not Lou Gehrig. I, all you got to do is get in the building. Right. That's it. I got to... I don't care. Just get me in the building. You want to put somebody ab- above me? That's fine. I just want to be in the building. Uh, Michael in Wisconsin. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind?
7: Hey, guys. Uh, love the movie talk. Um, all-timer for me. The Wolf of Wall Street. Paulie, need your assistance on this, but mm. I don't think it won any awards, and I think it's way more deserving than Top Gun Maverick. so I'm team seating on this one. Side note, Margot Robbie.
3: Robbie. Show, yeah. yeah, Margot Robbie. Uh, but we're talking about getting nominated. Wolf of Wall Street had to get nominated. Michael Douglas, didn't he win the Academy Award? No, that's Wall Street. Oh, Wall Street. Wolf, wolf of Wall Street. Oh, Wolf of. Mm, that's Leonardo DiCaprio.
6: Yeah. He got some MTV movie awards. Yeah. Do you want to hear something shocking? Yes. Shocking? Yes. Wolf of Wall Street is 10 years old. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Not to ruin everybody's day, but yeah, no kidding. I'm like, oh, well, that came out like three years ago, right? I was not thrilled with it. Me either. Yeah. I was not thrilled. It was good, but it wasn't great. Margot Robbie was great. Ooh. She's Yes, she was. She could read the phone book. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
4: You want to be friends
5: with me? We're not going to be
3: friends.
4: <laughs> okay, Wall Street. Do you think it was nominated or was Michael Douglas nominated? Or both. Both? both. Checking.
3: Yes. I, I thought Wall Street was... Great because of Michael Douglas. Yes, yeah, Seaton. Oh, what? What are what? you going to say? Wall Street oh, wasn't no, a no, gr- Don't oh, do, not do that. Seaton is downplaying Wall Street. Uh,
6: <laughs> you know what scene in Wall Street is my favorite? When... You you were not mature enough to understand Wall Street at the time. Like no, you know what the problem with Wall Street is? Everybody took that as like, yes, this is the way we should be living. Oh, and. Yeah. I, I tried to find a Daryl Hannah. Yeah. I couldn't. The best scene in Wall Street is when Daryl Hannah is redoing the oh apartment for him. That, <laughs> She's like, that That is horrible. They're, they're putting the stencils up oh of the marble God. and brick everywhere. Yes. She's like, no, this goes over here. Was, you that was, do that. You're right. That was horrible. I She should not have been in that movie. That is... <laughs> So hilarious that scene.
3: Yeah.
5: Especially because she's half fish. So it's kind of weird how huh? she was No, no,
3: she wasn't. That was That, that was splash. splash. That was splash. Yeah, yes, pulling.
4: Wall Street, Michael Douglas won best actor for that movie. Yeah. That was nominated. It did not get nominated for Academy Award. Ooh. It won the Faroe Island Film Festival, though.
6: Best. Uh, Prestigious. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hmm. Faroe.
4: Greed, for lack of a better
5: word, is good. Greed works. <laughs> so I wrecked Heldar paper because it's wreckable.
3: You you don't sound like him. I don't sound. <laughs> like him. No, you don't. Is that was
6: a good it, line. Is that the line from the movie? Yeah, you're Michael from Wall Street. Greed is good. Michael Douglas. <laughs> oh, Uglis. Whoa. Okay. Okay.
4: okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Paul. You know, you talk about Hall of Famers, yeah. and and you say someone's a movie star or not. When Michael Douglas walked into our studio at age probably seventy three or five, yeah, Seat and I were saying next to I go, we're like that. There is a movie star. Yeah. Yes. Because he walked in in a beautiful suit. His hair was perfect. I was like, is he shooting a scene today?
3: But also, we're thinking, why would that guy lower himself to come into our studio? That's exactly right. <laughs> why still, is he? Why is he here? They're wondering that. And
5: he filled out a bracket for us for our celebrity bracket challenge for March Madness.
3: I know. Yeah, Marv. How
5: many actors are actually movie
4: stars and great actors simultaneously? Ooh, I think Douglas is right
3: there. Oh yeah, he's a movie. Star. Yeah, yeah, and, and a very good actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: He's he's a big time. Like, what do you think his house is like? like size or decor or like I feel like he's I couldn't imagine him just based on the way he looked that day in the suit and everything mm. and that when he wakes up does he just throw on some like flannel pajamas I just couldn't see that oh you think he wakes up and he looks that great I kind of think he wakes up like mm. that yeah and then he like throws on a suit and it's like it goes down gets some breakfast like hi Catherine hi Michael oh. yeah Paul.
4: him getting her proves he's a movie star yeah yeah. remember he, you started asking him about like high school and his into sports. He goes, "I was into cars." He talked about like at like the car clubs he was in. He was having a blast.
3: That was a fun day. All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. Back after this, Dan Patrick Show. Four NFL, four NFL teams, two conference championship games, and only a few more shots to win big in the playoffs. DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NFL, counting down to Super Bowl Fifty Seven. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And if you're not a new customer, you can feel the thrills of the conference title games with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout. Booster winnings each leg you can add up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the code PATRICK. New customers bet $5 on the conference championship games. Get $200 in free bets. Instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PATRICK. Fritzy,
5: 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ohio. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football
3: terms. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the
0: Peacock app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming!
2: All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.
3: They say good things come to those who wait. The Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise. Takes no time at all to set up a test drive at your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more, MBUSA.com. Seaton. results of the poll question so far, and then we'll get to our good buddy, Herm Edwards.
6: Well, it's a little snarky, but I put up Aaron Rodgers is currently best as a quarterback or media personality. Oh, uh. He's generating so many headlines. Okay, I think the results might be snarky, too, because 57% of the audience say he's better in the media.
3: Okay. Herm Edwards, uh, football analyst, back with the Mothership. He's on a variety of shows, SportsCenter First Take, and uh, he has had a coaching career that spanned more than 30 years, now back with the Mothership, where he worked there for nearly a decade. Herm, the important question to start out, your favorite action movie of all time is what?
7: Well, I, I said, uh, and there's probably two of them, I'm hedging my bet, but I said the, the, um, uh, the Gladiators are one of them, obviously. That that was an action movie for me, right?
3: All right, Russell Crowe.
7: Yeah, with Russell Crowe, I kind of like that one. Um, uh, Die Hard, any Die Hard movie with Bruce Willis, I'm all in. I'm watching. Favorite
3: football movie?
7: I remember the Titans with Denzel. Yeah, that's.
3: But are you watching as just a fan, or are you watching with a critical eye of having played the sport and coached the sport?
7: Dan, kind of both. But, um, you know, it, a lot of it, it just reminds me of just remember the Titans, obviously, of, of growing up, you know, starting football, playing football. Um, back then, it was a little bit different than now, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> you, you you know, athletes are a little bit different now compared to the era that I played in.
3: If uh, people are just listening on radio, Herm has looks like 40 footballs behind you. <laughs> With, the most important football – The most valuable football that you have behind you is which one?
7: Oh, Damn, that's hard. Um, I'll say this, you know, and I know you're in L.A., so this one right here, personal, not team-wise, personal.
3: First interception, September 25th, 1997. Yep, and you see what team? The Rams.
7: Guess who the quarterback was, Dan?
3: Joe Namath?
7: Joe (laughs) Namath, you'll love this. I'm a rookie. I'm a rookie, Dan. We're going back to L.A. You know, Dick coached for UCLA. I'm a California guy. Uh, Watched Joe Namath win a Super Bowl in 68 when he's running through the tunnel, you know. And now I'm playing against him with the Rams. And um, about midway through the first quarter, he audibles. And he kind of looks my way. And Harold Jackson's the wide receiver, number 29. And I'm going, "Uh uh-oh, he getting ready to come at me. And so he throws a go route. I intercept it and take it to the sideline and get it taped up. We're walking after the game's over up the up the tunnel way. And there's some veterans walking with me. And I'm going, You think if I gave this ball to Joe, he'd sign it for me? They <laughs> <laughs> said, Don't do that, Rook. Don't do that. But I, that's the ball. That's one of them, obviously. But and they the next d- one
3: would be- But Herm, they do that now. You know, they're asking know, Tom Brady I, to sign.
7: I, I, it, it, his graciousness was unbelievable, but <laughs> when he when when I saw it on television, I said, "Good for Tom Brady." I should have got my ball signed from Joe. Well, Joe will do it now. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Yo. He, he, you know, when I first was hired at the Jets, he came by obviously, and we laughed about the story. I told him the story, and we laughed about it. But um, I think the second, I, I don't know, I don't for the first ball, second ball, but the championship game we won against the Cowboys uh, to go to the Super Bowl obviously was very important.
3: We're talking to Herm Edwards, uh, analyst for the Mothership. Uh, a couple of things to talk to you about. Let me start with Mahomes' injury with a high ankle sprain. Yeah. Of what you know about that injury, what is Cincinnati's game plan, or does it change at all with Mahomes?
7: Well, it's going to change somewhat. I mean, his ability to create plays and extend plays are a little bit hampered, uh, but he can still play from the pocket. I mean, that game that he, that he was injured, Andy obviously did a great job of keeping him in the pocket, and I think if you're Cincinnati, knowing that. Uh, he can't extend your, all those boots and waggles they like getting on the perimeter. That's not going to be part of the deal right now. So if you're Cincinnati, you got to rush him from inside. You got to bring pressure from inside. whether it's uh, linebackers, whether it's a nickelback coming inside, whether it's some stunts by the defensive line and get him off his spot and and make him move on the ankle. Now you know he's a great baseball player. So he's unique in the fact that he can just throw with his arm. Right. I mean, there's a lot of plays he throws off platform. That's his baseball uh, ability right there.
3: Would you have a problem with what happened on the sidelines? If if you were coaching the Bills with Allen and Diggs, what would you what role would you play in that?
7: Well, basically, I would tell Diggs that he's an emotional guy. And those receivers are all the same, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) History of I I always tell him this. I know you're always open. You're like 7-Eleven. Get you the ball. I get it, right? But but I would have told him after the game, I said, look, man, we got to handle it this way. We're, 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 We're in a playoff game or even a regular season game. You know all cameras are on us. Our quarterback's struggling right now. Your partner. Rather than to stand in front of him, go sit beside him on the bench and ask him this question, how you doing? Give me the ball, man. I can help you. Help him that way. Don't draw attention to yourself and then have to worry about after the game, now I got to explain all this. You know, I'm not a loser. No one's a loser. This is not a losing football team. They played a tough game, played a game basically where Cincinnati was. Look, if you watched that game, Dan, I know you did. That game was over in the first quarter. And I say this. They were averaging almost six yards an attempt on first down. You got no chance to win that game. You can't stop. They, think about that. Every time you turn around on first down, you're making six yards. Well, you're in second and four, second and three all day, they had 30 first downs. You got no chance to win that game. I knew that in the first quarter.
3: And we don't think of Cincinnati as a physical team, but they out Buffalo in Buffalo in those conditions.
7: They really did. And for the life of me, and Coach McDermott, I know he's kind of addressed it. They got to run the ball, but run it without the quarterback. Dan, you you know we're, we're about the same age. We we won watching football, playing football all our life. When is the last time I can't even recollect, they've always had a running back the Buffalo Bills. OJ Simpson, Thurman Thomas, oh, they've always had a great runner. You know what I mean tell me you can't have a running back if you have to have a running back in Buffalo. That's part of the deal.
3: Well and then you look at the Cowboys, they got two running back. They to me they only got one. They got Pollard. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, they got one. I, like, you got to move on from Zeke
7: Elliott, right? He's done. He's in the five-yard line to give, him a, to give him a touchdown to keep him happy. Yeah. yeah.
3: But great. if you look, let, let's troubleshoot Dallas moving forward. Is, is Dak Prescott a great quarterback?
7: He's a quarterback good enough to – can he win a Super Bowl if he's surrounded with players? Okay. Look, look I, I say this. Look at the last ten Super Bowls, the 20 quarterbacks that have participated in that. All of them weren't Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Trent Dilford won a Super Bowl, right? There, there have been guys that the team wins Super Bowls. When you have a quarterback, obviously, he's the X factor. But most teams, let me ask you this, Dan. There's 32 quarterbacks in the National Football League. How many of them are Hall of Famers? There's not 32 of them. And teams get to the Super Bowl without this is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? Uh, maybe right there, maybe. Uh, probably some people would say, yeah. But you think about this, Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, we can go on and on. But is on. the
3: Cowboys roster good enough to win a Super
7: Bowl? No, no, it's not. They need another runner. They need another receiver to help this guy out. He's good enough here again. But in playoff competition, the Dallas Cowboys have always found a way. To not play in the moment. That's their problem. When do you, they talk about the star on the side of their helmet, when it's bright, when the bright lights hit, right? We see a guy in L.A. doing it all the time. Lost last night, LeBron James. The stars show up in big moments. That team has not done that.
3: Is Mike McCarthy the right coach?
7: I think Mike's fine. They won 24 games in the last two years. They actually won a playoff game this year. Yeah, but (laughs) they beat
3: Tampa. They beat Tampa. That doesn't count. I I understand.
7: Did anyone think they were going to beat San Francisco?
3: They could have beaten them. If, if, if Dak plays an an average game, Herm, they,
7: they can win. I agree. If he doesn't turn the ball over. yeah. But that's a lot of quarterbacks in playoff game. Hey, Josh Allen turns the ball over. We're not getting rid of Josh Allen. (laughs) <laughs> well, well, who would you rather okay. have,
3: so Josh this, Allen or Dak Prescott?
7: Well, you want Josh Allen obviously, <laughs> okay. but you could win with Dak Prescott. Look, the 49ers are going to win with Brock Purdy.
3: Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, biggest concern you would have for Brock Purdy. Now, so being a defensive-minded guy, here he is, big stage. He's yet yep. to lose. Um, didn't look great last week. Now what do you do? What's the game plan for the Eagles against Brock Purdy?
7: Get to uh, get a two score lead, make him play from a deficit where he has to go back and throw.
3: Yeah, but you gotta get a two, you gotta get two touchdowns against that no, defense. No,
7: but and, and and that has been that has been the formula of Coach Shanahan. The kid is never under duress because he's gonna run the ball, he's gonna manage the game for him, he's gonna make sure he gives him some passes that he can complete, and and the defense keeps him in the game. See, and that's what's great about how they're playing. He's never been under stress to say, you know what? It's the fourth quarter. I'm down two scores. Now I gotta go back and throw. We, have, we haven't seen that. Was they protected?
3: What would you do if uh, you're running the Packers?
7: Oh boy. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> that's a that's a stormy romance at best, right? I mean, it's just unbelievable. And Aaron Rodgers has a way. Look, we're in a championship game. We're talking about more than Aaron Rodgers and the Dallas Cowboys, and we're talking about the four teams that are actually playing a championship games. How about that? How about that? Look, I, I, yeah. if they if they think the other guy is the guy,
3: but you uh, have to know him, by now, Herm. They, I think they know. You think Jordan think Love is is a is the future for Green Bay?
7: Yeah, and, and Aaron Rodgers is kind of sounding like if he doesn't get his guys back, he, he's trying to be the GM and the coach. Right? You can't. You need just need to play quarterback. If you want to leave, just say I'm going to leave. This is kind of the Brett Favre scenario all over
3: again. I know. I know. Right. But I I would I, if I could move on, if you said we can get two first round picks and he is going to go someplace and we get out from underneath all of this. Turn it over to Jordan Love. We may take a step back, but we're probably going to take two steps forward eventually if we yeah. and they they draft really well. Packers very good and I, I would move on in a second no emotion yeah. attached to it it's a business decision
7: agree it is business and you know when you think about that division the lions are in it they had the best division record they were five and one uh the Vikings were four and two Green Bay was three and three so it all to me starts in the division and three and three ain't good enough and if you just bring those same guys back I don't know if you get anywhere you know you're right I would probably go in another direction because you know the, the the problem with Aaron is it seems like he's year to year. Yeah. You can't keep living this way.
3: Mm-mm.
7: As an organization.
3: If I uh if I gave you an expansion team and I said you can have Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. Or or somebody else. But you can't well, have Mahomes.
7: You can't have Mahomes? No, no, you can. I would take Burrow. Okay. And he reminds me a lot of Joe Montana. With his accuracy, with his poise in the pocket. And he, and here's the one I really like. He has a catchable ball, a catchable ball. Mm. And when you watch that Buffalo game in those conditions, I mean, he has touch. And you know, and he he doesn't wow you, but he just he just he knows how to operate. He he, he does a great job of processing the information, getting the ball out. Um, they, everybody talked about his offensive line. They were worried about the offensive line. Yeah. I said, let me tell you something. They're making six yards on first down. He ain't going to have to worry about holding the ball. The ball's coming out.
3: Did you have any success against Montana? Uh,
7: yes, we, we did. Um, and then Joe came to us when I was at Kansas City, uh, if you remember, with uh, Oh, Marcus that's right, Howard. yes. When I was on that staff with Marty. How yeah. about this staff? It's Marty Schottenheimer. It's Bill Cower, It's Tony Dungy. It's Bruce Arians. We were all on that staff. And that's the one. And you'll remember the game. You'll remember the game. Uh, this, is the, this was the team we had, Derek Thomas and all those guys. We get Joe Montana. And I can remember when we get Joe. I, I call him Joe Legend. I told the players, I said, you know what? You guys are stars. Joe Montana shows up. He's a celebrity. There's a difference. You guys are stars. He's a celebrity of the group. So we're playing. We get to the championship game. We go to Buffalo. They knock him out. In the second quarter, and we lose. The Buffalo Bills go to the Super Bowl.
3: You guys had so much talent. Can't oh, assume. you remember that team? Oh boy, yeah.
7: Christian Okoye, yes. Barry Word, yeah. oh boy, we,
3: Night- we Nigerian nightmare. Uh, yes. uh, where nightmare. is the miracle at the Meadowlands football?
7: Uh it sits. Where is that thing? It. Where is that
3: thing? Oh, so you do have that?
7: Oh yeah. Oh come on. That's the first touchdown. Where is it at? It's uh. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa.
3: So Joe Pasarczyk hands off to Larry Zonka. Zonka uh, wasn't expecting Here the ball, and, and Herm picked it up and took it back. Eagles won 19-17. Right
7: first, there, there it is.
3: First First, first NFL touchdown. You didn't ask uh, Joe Pasarczyk to uh, autograph that, did you?
7: Listen to this. <laughs> Dan, you're going to love this story. <laughs> so the next year, Joe comes to Philadelphia as the backup quarterback. He's going to back up Jaws. <laughs> So imagine this. The locker room was downstairs. We're all in the locker room. And we're knowing he's coming down. there. They called the equipment guy. Joe's coming down. So all the whole team gets around the door before the door opens. We're all standing there. And Jaws is standing next to me. And that's Ron Jaworski. For all those guys that know what you, who Jaws is, that's Ron Jaworski. Yeah. And when Joe walks in with Dick, Jaws has the ball, <laughs> football, and he drops it on the ground. And he hollers out, play it again, Sam. <laughs> I pick up the ball and give it to Joe. <laughs>
3: Now, you spike the ball when you score. Oh. So how'd you get
7: it back? Here, some, one of the ball boys, you know, I'm not thinking because, you know, I throw it down. And then at the end of the game, I go, I should have kept that ball. And the ball, one of the ball boys, he <laughs> said, Herm, I got the ball. I said, oh, that's good, thanks. I wasn't even thinking. <laughs> and here's the crazy part. Yeah, so I spiked this ball, right? Dick Vermeil's on the sideline. Imagine this. He's got his back turned. He's with Jaws and Harold Carmichael and all those guys saying, if we get the ball back, we're going to do this play, this razzle down. He misses play, right? the play. He doesn't even see it. <laughs> the players are running off the bench. He grabs one of the players. And they say, he says, where are you going? He said, Coach, Herm just scored a touchdown.
3: Uh, um, I'm glad you're back at the mothership. Always great to talk to you, Herm. Thank you very much.
7: Anytime, my friend. God bless you now. All
3: right. Herm Edwards, ESPN football analyst. Remember we had him on during COVID and uh, he was still at Arizona State and he was just full of energy and stories. He was a great storyteller. Great storyteller. All right, let me take a break. Uh, Peter King's going to join us next hour. Pete's got some more details on Aaron Rodgers, the contract, what the Packers could be asking for. Are you going to send him to an AFC team if you're going to trade him? So Pete will join us in about a half hour from now. We're back after this.
1: This is Steve Covino. And Rich Davis. And together, we are Covino and Rich. Covino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, That's right. Covino and Rich, Fox Sports
6: Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on
1: Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app every Covino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts,
0: or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah!
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for...
2: all in one app with one password. Prime Video, it's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply, Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for details.
3: So the miracle at the Meadowlands, Eagles, Giants, and all the Giants have to do is get into what we refer to as a victory formation. But back then, they didn't just surround the quarterback and you take a knee. Joe Pisarcik. Tried to hand the ball off to Larry Zonka. And Zonka wasn't expecting it. Bounces on the ground. Herms a defensive back. Picks it up. Goes in for a touchdown. Miracle at the Meadowlands. Then he spikes the ball. I was surprised that he got that ball back. But uh, a lot of stories there. He's fun. By the way, Brock Purdy is the fifth rookie quarterback to start a conference championship game. Anybody want to guess what the previous four did record-wise. Todd, I'll start with you.
5: I'm going to say every one of them lost. Bloop. Bloop. Still a great accomplishment.
3: Yeah, thank you, Todd. Let's not take anything away from us. <laughs> it's just they nice to be nominated. got all the way to the big game. Yes. Uh, they're like us. 0-4, uh, completing uh, 50% of their passes, uh, four touchdowns, nine interceptions.
5: We're 0-5, though.
3: Okay,
5: am I rubbing it in, or is that a little a, bit? Uh, it hurt.
3: It still hurts. It damn does it. hurt. It does hurt. It hurts me.
5: Now take it easy, man.
3: Yeah, take. We we just sent in our tape, didn't we? Or or do we? Don't we have to put our tape together to send in for the Sports Emmys?
4: There is like a cutoff where there's some content that spills over to 2023 oh. that can be included. Oh, so the cutoff is in a couple weeks. Who's the one putting the tape together? Mario. Oh boy. Well, we've been nominated the past few years. Has he's, he
3: done it all the, the, the previous five years? I think definitely the
4: past two years, Mario has spearheaded this effort.
3: Okay. So he's good enough to get us nominated. Okay. But not good enough to get us a victory.
6: Well, that might be in our hands. No, right? no. I'm not taking any blame. <laughs> oh, he's the chef.
3: We provide him the, the, uh, the groceries. Yeah, so it's his yes. edit. <laughs> yeah. Keeps Go, costing gonna us. Gonna blame him. Alexander in Iowa. Thanks for holding, Alex. What do you have for me today?
5: Hey, guys. First time, long time. Just great conversations today. Just two thoughts real quick. Number one, third floor admission for Roger Craig in the Football Hall of Fame. But the reason why I called was a landing spot for Aaron Rodgers, which nobody's talking about, is the worst division in the NFC, has a good running game, good defense, don't know their cap uh, space or their draft capital, but the New Orleans Saints.
0: Well,
3: I don't think they're going to trade him to an NFC team, Alex. I think there's been some dialogue about that, that if you do trade Rodgers, you you send him to the AFC. But we'll talk to Peter King about that. He'll join us uh, coming up here in a little bit. Um, as we mentioned, uh, Rodgers talked about his future, sort of. He said everything is conjecture right now, talking to Pat McAfee. Clippers rolled the Lakers. And, uh, you know, every time I watch the Clippers, I think – They should be challenging for a title, but they don't feel threatening even though they are. Yeah, Yes, Amar.
5: It must be nice to be the Clippers. There's really no pressure on them.
3: If they don't win, hmm. they're two games over 500. And then you watch them and you go, okay. Yeah, Amar.
5: And they kind of did the exact same thing the Lakers did. They got a big-time free agent, then they traded away tons of picks for a secondary star.
3: Yeah. Uh, LeBron now has scored 40 against every NBA team. He will end his career, the all-time leading scorer, and probably third or fourth, I believe, in career assists. Yes, Paul?
4: It feels like when Kawhi Leonard starts a game, it's an occasion.
3: <laughs> it is. But what, we do not, if he played for the Lakers and Anthony Davis played for the Clippers... Nobody would talk oh, about Anthony oh. Davis missing games. There's no doubt.
4: You, you, when they tease games like TNT and the other networks, NBA TV, they say <laughs> Kawhi Leonard in the starting lineup tonight. <laughs> not that he's not in the starting lineup because that would be.
3: That's where you have to have Paul George in the promo because you're not sure if Kawhi Leonard's going to play. It, it'd be like, uh, and hey, is Kawhi going to play? We don't know. But it feels like he gets a hall pass because he plays for the Clippers. And if he played for the Lakers, he would get roughed up. Yes, Eaton.
6: That uh, would be different. Yeah, it would. Uh, yeah, it would
3: be a different story. Yeah, but it's you play for the Lakers, you play for the Cowboys. The rules are different. If if Dak Prescott was the quarterback for the Vikings and Kirk D Cousins was the quarterback for the Cowboys, well, we do rough up Kirk D Cousins anyway. But if Dak played for the Vikings, you'd be like, all right, he's pretty good. You know, all right, some decent numbers there with the Cowboys. It's What, it, it. <laughs> <laughs> Todd?
5: If I heard correctly, I think Street Clothes is supposed to be back for the Lakers
3: tonight. Whoa. Oh, a shot. Whoa. Whoa. Taking shots. Whoa. you. Taking shots.
5: Best abilities, availability. Sorry. It needs to
4: be said.
3: <laughs> what was the half-man, uh, half... Man, half what, what did Barkley half call Half-man,
4: half-a-season? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dang.
3: That's a burn. That's a burn. That, street Clothes. It, half... <laughs> Straight close. Dang, all right. Yeah. Uh, Josh in Colorado. Hey, Josh. What do you have for me? Hey, Dan. What's going on? Hey, Josh. First time, long time. Yeah. First time, long time. 5'10", perennial average 170. I right. uh,
4: wanted to get your take on coach of the year. I saw that those the top five nominations came out.
3: Um, I'm from Colorado, but I'm a Minnesota Vikings fan. Pretty shocked that KOC wasn't involved in this. Um, It's like we never bought into... He he had those victories, but, you know, we we didn't believe them. Like, they're not real. And he did do a great job. Uh, Brian Dable did a great... I mean, who won Coach of the Year last year? Anybody remember? (laughs) That's why I don't get too (laughs) caught up in this. I mean, Doug Peterson did a wonderful job. There's probably... Seven or eight coaches you could give it to. Final hour on the way. Peter King will join us to discuss Aaron Rodgers' future. One more item as we close out hour two. Tire Rack is coming to the rescue. Yeah, you need tires? This is the place to go. Actually, they'll come to you. In many areas, they offer mobile tire installation. A Tire Rack technician brings new tires to your home or office, installs them on site. Ultimate convenience, a game changer there. They've got all the great tires. The full lineup of Han Cook tires, test results, tire ratings, consumer reviews, also free two-year road hazard protection. Nails, screws, potholes, all covered fast and free to you, or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. Go to TireRack.com Dan. You tell them what you drive, how you drive, where you drive. They have an easy-to-use tire decision guide. Answer a couple of questions, and then you're going to get a personalized tire recommendation in a couple of minutes. The right tires for how and what and where you drive. TireRack.com Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com Dan. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be.
0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears.
3: It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder.
4: It's beer cracking
3: season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time.